0: hi everybody welcome to trek trek i'm your host justin chang and with me is randy nelson hey justin how's it going pretty good how about yourself
1: Uh, doing all right doing all right uh you know just uh, heard this was the place to talk about Star Trek Discovery, so I hope I'm in the right place.
0: Yes, yes, you are. Oh, thank goodness. If you're here well, to I... talk about some other Star Trek, uh, you're you're in the wrong place.
1: Ah, oh, okay, that's that's great because you know I was worried it was going to be, you know, like a discussion of uh, you know Star Trek uh, Playmobil toys or
0: something. <laughs> Star Trek the animated series,
1: Star Trek the hey, there's nothing wrong with that and before long we're gonna have new animated series to talk about
0: it's true yeah cbs all access should just change its name to star trek all access
1: yeah well who knows maybe they will
0: yeah but uh ready to talk about the latest discovery episode oh you know it we're gonna talk about season two episode eight if memory serves original air date march 7th 2019 um the episode begins with a flashback to the original series episode The Cage in which Pike and company visit Talos 4 and nice. there's a really nice transition from original Pike to current Pike.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really really well done and I think absolutely necessary because if you have no idea, you've never watched the original series. I guess the end of the last episode wasn't a big shocker for you, like it was for us.
0: Yeah, when you heard those the word Talos Four, you're just kind of like, oh yeah, just on planet. Yeah, but I wonder if you've. But it's not just any planet.
1: Oh no, as we're going to learn. But I, I really, before we, we continue, I tried to kind of wrap my head around what it would be like to have never seen any Trek before Discovery, and then. What would you have thought of that intro? Would you have realized that was the original Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it. There's only so much they can do, right? Right. Um, they want to give you some background, um, but yeah, it was interesting. And I think I, I read that this was the the first um, Star Trek that started with a flashback from another Star Trek.
0: Oh, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. So there you go.
0: Discovery just doing
1: their own things and trails discovering new things i don't know something like that anyways
0: uh on leland's ship leland and georgio bring a starfleet council up to speed on the spock situation georgio suggests that all federation ships but discovery be on the lookout for michael and spock uh michael would likely reach out to pike uh so they will have tyler keep an eye out for any communication uh Meanwhile, Michael and Spock approach Talos four and encounter a black hole. Michael tries to evade, but Spock stops her and flies into the black hole, which turns out to be an illusion, or as Michael puts it, a test. Mm-hmm. And that's the opening credits. Uh When the episode comes back on Discovery, Stamets is still trying to help Culber, who sees Tyler for the first time. So that's a little awkward.
1: Mm, yeah. Oh, remember the guy who killed you? Well, there is he is kind of.
0: Yeah, and he's on the same deck as you.
1: hmm Oh right, right. They're living on the same deck.
0: Uh on Talos Four, Michael explores uh the surroundings uh while she is out of the shuttle. A woman boards the shuttle to greet Spock. This woman is Vina. Uh Michael realizes that Spock wants to be brought to Talos Four because he knew that the Talosians could help him. Uh, the Telosians tell Michael that Spock is experiencing time fluidly and not linearly, which is driving him insane. Uh, in order to restore Spock's mind, the Telosians want Michael's memory of the moment that severed Michael and Spock's relationship.
1: <laughs> How convenient for the audience, right?
0: Yeah, they they want this very specific moment that would be interesting to the audience.
1: Yeah, they want all the hot
0: gossip. Uh, Michael agrees, but first she wants to see into Spock's mind. We see flashbacks to the Red Angel telling Spock where Michael was when she ran away as a child. Uh, Later, Spock tries to mind meld with the Red Angel and sees several planets, including Earth, being destroyed.
1: Mm -hmm. It's a pretty dramatic sequence.
0: Uh, on Discovery, Culper gets mad at Stamets for some reason. Later, Saru tells Pike that someone sent three unauthorized transmissions containing petabytes of data. And we know who's responsible for this, because we saw the last episode.
1: (laughs) Because we're the audience. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, yes, it's Commander Arium, but everyone is gonna suspect Tyler, of course. Mm
1: -hmm. Wait, it was Arium? I thought it was Tyler. Nah, just kidding.
0: Uh on Talos 4, Spock tells Michael that the Red Angel is human. And Michael continues to view Spock's memories. So, there you go. The red mm-hmm. angel is some sort of human. Mm-hmm. Probably Michael. hmm But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if there's a if there's a twist. On Discovery, Colbert goes to the mess hall to confront Tyler. Saru lets the fight happen, which is very unsaru. Uh, both Culver and Teller don't know who they really are anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. So they have that in common, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, he wanted to have, a, like, a fight club right there, but,
1: uh...
0: <laughs> uh, Vina appears in Pike's ready room. She puts Pike in touch with Michael. Michael didn't want to communicate via normal channels for fear of Section 31 tracing the transmission. Uh... Michael confirms to Pike that Spock did not murder anyone at Starbase 5, and she tells Pike that Leland was going to rip Spock's memories out of his head, which is why she and Spock had to flee. Uh, Mm -hmm. Spock tells Pike that Section 31 wants Spock's memories of the future, and that Pike needs to go to Talos 4 and pick up Spock and Michael. Uh, In Discovery's mess hall, Culber wants his space from Stamets. Stamets is then called to engineering to pilot the Spore Drive to Talos 4. The jump doesn't work, however, because the system was sabotaged. Uh, Everyone immediately suspects Tyler, especially because Sorrow discovered that the unauthorized transmissions were sent using Tyler's codes. Mm -hmm. Tyler is confined to quarters, and Discovery is headed to Starbase 11 for repairs. Uh, We know it's really Arium who's responsible again.
1: Yeah, they're not fooling us. No. We pay attention.
0: (laughs) On Talos 4, we see into the past when Michael cuts ties with Spock in order to save him from the logic extremists. Uh, Spock now understands why she said what she did and uh, led him down the path of pure logic because he learned that his humanity was a weakness. Uh, Discovery makes it to Talos 4, but they are being chased by Leland's ship. Uh, Both ships get a lock on Michael and Spock. Vina tells Pike to let Michael and Spock go, and they are beamed aboard the Section 31 ship. Uh, After Leland's ship uh, warps away, a shuttle approaches Discovery from Talos 4. Leland questions Michael and Spock, but they disappear because they were Talosian illusions, while the Mm -hmm. real Michael and Spock were on the shuttle that is now aboard Discovery. Well played. I mean, the Talosians. They use illusions. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, On Discovery's bridge, Spock tells Pike that the Red Angel is human and wants to change the current timeline in which all sentient life is eradicated. Uh Discovery's now the most wanted ship in the galaxy. The crew is on board with Spock's plan of running and Discovery warps away. Yeah. That's the end of the episode. All right. I good. really liked this episode. Oh uh, yeah, it was really great. The but tie the tie-ins tie yeah. to the cage were great. Um mm-hmm. and the casting was really good for Vena and mm-hmm. all that.
1: You know, the Chelosians looked really cool. Mm-hmm. They were like a nice update. It wasn't, you know, completely different. It was just sort of they still looked just as alarmingly weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and their powers were weird. But it was good that, you know, kind of if you saw the, you know, the original cage, you you know, they the Chelosians start off as being this menacing force, and then you know, eventually you know, they they kind of come to an understanding, and and uh and pike and company leave right and so this kind of dovetails nicely into how that wrapped up that you know the televisions are still a bunch of weirdos but um they're not necessarily hostile right um they they just kind of want what they want and uh they're neither you know kind of hostile nor totally friendly um yeah, I, I liked it a lot too. It was it was cool to revisit that. Um, it was an interesting way to deal with um, a couple of things. It was to deal with Spock's time madness, and uh, also you know kind of get a sense of what the Red Angel is up to, mm-hmm. um, and and also get you know at least from Spock's point of view, he did not kill anyone. Right, and which uh, we knew, but
0: <laughs> well, of course, I mean they're not going to have Spock, this beloved character, be a killer. mm Hmm. Um. But also it's uh, interesting to see the backstory between Michael and Spock. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll admit, I teared up a little bit when I saw that scene with uh, Michael rejecting Spock to mm. save him from the logic extremists. Yeah,
1: basically saying, no, go you go home. You get out of here. Yeah. We don't want you.
0: Yeah, You're I mean. freak. Yeah, it know? was that kind of scene, but it was still mm-hmm. effective.
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, it explained a lot. You know, why, why they... Uh, hadn't talked to each other in so long yeah it's it's it will be definitely interesting to see you know i don't know if it, this is going to be tied up in this season or not, but you know to eventually to learn why you know how they work it out that you know Spock just never references having a sister ever right um we know that logistically it's impossible because those shows have already been you know written, those movies have been written, but um there they'll need to be a fairly uh fairly solid reason why i think i'm not going to be enraged if there's reason, but i'm interested to see how they handle it well yeah. the
0: time travel i mean the red angel is a time traveler the
1: spore drive that's time travel
0: there are there are many ways that they can resolve this mm-hmm. yeah
1: well it's going to be uh exciting to find out how they do it
0: Although, back to the spore drive thing, I thought Stamets didn't want to pilot the spore drive anymore at the end of season one.
1: Right. And now he seems to be called in to do it whenever it's convenient for
0: the episode, right? Yeah. And he seems totally cool with it.
1: Well, you know, I feel like they brought in this whole every time you use the spore drive and go through the mycelial network, it's destroying the ecology of the life forms that live there. Right? Mm-hmm. right, So I thought that was a perfectly valid rationale for why it was never used again. But um, it seems to kind of be sort of like a pick and choose here. Like, well, we got to get there fast. We got to wreck the ecology of the mycelial network.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like they just forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Even though that happened earlier this season.
1: You know, I will say um, that you know, there are definitely some points in the show where I do feel it's a little bit by the seat of their pants and in terms of writing it and that they do tend to bring up some, you know, some plot points that just kind of go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um And, and I, I'm guessing that's because, you know, they have kind of a, an overall idea of where they want to go. Um, but that they are sort of, you know, writing in reaction to, you know, previous episodes. Um, and, that they don't always, you know, they don't always think that through that much. Yeah. Like, like, should we go back to the, uh, you know, the forced evolution of the
0: Kelpians,
1: you know? <laughs>
0: yeah, that still sticks in my craw.
1: Yeah. Anyways. But by and large, uh, again, this is a great episode. Um, so far, the season's been really,
0: really good, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I really liked uh, If Memory Serves. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next time... We're gonna talk about Project Daedalus. Ooh, wonder what that's about. We'll find out.
1: Yeah, good. We're excited.